Hey guys, welcome back to Talking to Myself with Friends. My name is Quinn Fitzgerald. I'm one of the co-hosts on this podcast. And before we get started with this episode, I just want to let you know, we are not recording at our normal studio because of the coronavirus. So we are all recording at our own homes uh, with our own mics over Discord. So the audio sounds a little bit different than usual. That being said, our guest today is the very funny Adam Tiller, great buddy of mine. So please enjoy this episode. Adam also has a podcast called Fatim and Friends, available on Spotify and on SoundCloud. And to find it on SoundCloud, just search F&F Pod. That is also the tag for the Instagram for his podcast. He also has a comic called Beefcake and Butterball, available on Instagram at Beefcake and Butterball. His website is adamtillercomedy.com. I also want to give a big shout out to Season for the intro music and the outro music. Season is available also on SoundCloud at Season Day Lunatic. That is C-Z-O-N-D-E Lunatic. Please enjoy the episode. Of course I'll attack you, no, it's a fact, yo. You don't wanna flow with a chap though, or a rap pro. No, so I'm prone to snap. Don't wanna rap sword on like cracker coke snow in the back flow when I track smoke on my wax Yeah. You you can the the best part of this podcast uh for me so far has been the fact that like yesterday I called up Quinn. I'm like working from home and I'm like, hey man. He's like, hey. It's like, am I doing your podcast still tomorrow? He's like, oh, yeah. I was going to message you about that. <laughs> yeah, like, you, yeah. You wanna... I was, I, don't I have to download something or do it? He's like, yeah, I think you, you should just get this stuff. I was like, oh, okay. Usually when I record a podcast, I try and you know communicate with the guest ahead of time but yeah oh Oh, i'm I'm so glad to hear that because you'll love to know that i asked when the last time the last three times we've talked i was like hey you reached out to adam and confirmed right and he's like oh yeah wait he's like yep i've got it (laughs) that's why i called to check in about it um, I know you've got so much going on too. That's the thing. Like it's yeah, it's easy to let things slip through the cracks when you got these taking out the compost of leaving out, leaving the house, and take yeah. a new segment. Uh, download Discord, and then we wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just like, I make I a phone call to our guests and ask them to get ready on the podcast. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like I'm not like technologically retarded or anything. I just and I use Thank that God. word, well, you know, uh, proudly <laughs> on someone else's podcast. But it <laughs> it's just I didn't know if I needed like a different mic or like if I oh, could yeah. just use these headphones and shit. So I, it well, does seem I listen to your one with and that was so funny when you clowned him. Like, <laughs> for making fun of Pokemon. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are you doing, man? Do you know your audience? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, oh, he, God, yeah, he definitely, he was on my podcast. Like, Oh, yeah? Uh, we released this week, and he talked about this, like, because I live on Casino Road in Everett, and he grew up right by there, and he shared this story of, uh, how he was smoking crack one night, and it's yeah. really, really fucking funny. Like, if you haven't <laughs> been to uh, 
Fadman Friends podcast on Instagram. You should check it out because the story yeah. is pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually crazy you mentioned that because I think t- on crack when he was recording our episode. You think so? No, probably not. But he was definitely tech- <laughs> he was definitely a little technologically retarded. Just yeah. kidding. That was the crack. I think that that's it messed with our, uh, but, our uh, signal. Yeah. <laughs> it, I think that's way. a medical term though, right? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Crack. It's... Crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crack. Medical yeah. crack. <laughs> yeah, medical. Doctor prescribed. How are you I... guys doing though with all this shit? All right. I I'm gonna be honest, I haven't left the house today. Pretty proud of that. So what if, what have you been doing? Yeah, uh, what have I been this doing? Is, dude? This question's for Peter Magic. right now, Quinn. Stop trying to yeah. In. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> playing some magic. Well, I, yeah, I've been playing a ton. I, the Magic the Gathering is about to release a new set, and the company Wizards of the Coast is pretty much going under. Hasbro, in general, as a company, they're, st- they're stock tanked. So I'm doing my part to play as much magic as possible to help bring them Wait, back up. So, how do you do that, though, online? There's this, there's this thing called Magic the Gathering Arena. And you can just play. And so I put money into there. And it's just like, I just play against real people online. So is it like gambling, essentially? Uh, I think legally, no, because that's illegal to gamble online. But you do put money in. Well, actually, so now you don't don't get money out. You have to like put it in as a currency and then you get it out as a currency. And like you can buy more cards or packs. So you don't but win you, any you money. Play... You the phone payments too, right? Those help a lot. <laughs> like if you win a match, you... shut up, Quinn. Uh, if you win a match, <laughs> if you win a match against somebody, like, are there stakes or do you just? You yeah, you can play. Like... Yeah, you can play with stakes. Yeah, That's you can play cool. to enter tournaments. Yeah, it's all right. So it's like, thank God, I yeah, I was literally actually like when we were prepping, and Quinn was trying to talk to me, I was playing Magic. But I'm I'm off now. <laughs> but uh, uh-huh. yeah, all right. I mean, if you want to keep playing, I'm pretty interested at this point, no, so I don't mind. Not, nah, dude, it's great. I'll uh, oh, God, I'll, it. that's that's no, that's the problem. Is like <laughs> whenever something like like I'll get into something, and I'll get super into it for a day or two, and then I'll quit and go to something else right now. So like I'll probably be on magic for like two days, and then. We'll see what my next thing is. I was into the board game Terraforming Mars before that. I played that like nonstop for the last two days. So Can it's I like, ask just like an honest question about quarantine? Yeah. Have either of you felt like, I mean, because we all do comedy. Yeah. Isn't there some element of this that's kind of nice where you're like, oh, well, at least I don't have to feel guilty because I'm not getting on stage tonight like like the first week i was super bummed out because i'm like fuck like how what am i gonna do like i'm not i'm a comedian and i can't do comedy and then it transpired into oh am i gonna do virtual open mics and then i was like yep i'm definitely not doing that fuck that oh thank god i thought you were gonna say (laughs) try yeah absolutely do not cut me off i'm not finished with this thought sentence over (laughs) (laughs) and then the third step has just been like i'm gonna just read 
every Dragon Ball Z manga available. Yeah, and yeah. I I read. I this morning I finished book number sixteen of the Dragon Ball set. Oh, I read oh. all twenty six of the Dragon Ball Z, and then I went back and read the Dragon Ball, and it's been fucking dope, dude. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. Is you just gotta pivot into something that you can also just get insanely obsessed with and just fill oh. the comedy void. Plus, Only like... mistake I made with the quarantine, and I think there's pros and cons to this, but I think breaking up with my girlfriend like a week and a half before the quarantine has definitely made things Harder. physically challenging, but like yeah. emotionally. <laughs> could you imagine being locked up with your girlfriend Oh, like at this point, you would just to... be arguing about like salad. Yeah, and just trying not to break up with her for fear it, it of mean... having to leave and go get infected. Yeah, yeah, that... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave and take a walk. It's like that's probably not a good idea. If you do that, could you not come back for my safety? Like, <laughs> Wait, a girlfriend is a person that you date. And outside of your parents. Run jokes by, right? <laughs> you yeah. date outside of your parents. <laughs> Is that what you just said? I, no, I said you. Yeah, we know we know Quinn goes on dates with his parents all the time. Oh, man. <laughs> oh my god. We yeah, well, well and, days, and it's totally yeah. different. All right. No. But but Adam, I, I, I think an, I think another good thing that you also have is like you have the pod and like I've noticed this too is like you have the podcast and you have like the comic to kind of get some kind of like creative outlet outside of stand up. And I think a lot of people who are like just lost stand up don't have anything else like that going on. So I mean makes- real real talk. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important to have these moments of truth. There's a lot of comedians that they're like, oh, what am I going to do without comedy? And like, they weren't writing any new shit before. Like, oh. oh, absolutely. There, there are a lot of comics that I think they go up there because it, it like, they have their five or 10 minutes that's cl- or tight. I wouldn't necessarily say it's like good. That they like, practiced. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, they're not taking any. Like, they're not experimenting. They're not taking any risks. And when you take that off of their plate, then they realize that, like, not getting this pump of, like, positive reinforcement on a regular basis. And, like, I can't imagine being somebody with, like, narcissistic personality disorder like Quinn that, like, you're not getting... That daily, <laughs> that daily dosage of like it's been rough, okay? It's yeah. When just you don't like, have a mirror to look into every day that just yeah. tells you that you're amazing, or those like twenty thousand followers, yeah. And it's been pretty uh, entertaining to watch people like that deal with the quarantine, dude. Um, I I think yeah, I think the narcissistic people who have been like off the chain on social media right now are like kind of low-key hilarious to watch because they're just like man get yeah give me give me anything right now people posting yeah like minutes like for day like oh my gosh yeah people are trying to reach out to do anything if they're uh if they're uncomfortable which is like weird because i'm just like just go call one person don't post like 
to everybody you know. And I, I, think, I think there's, there's. I mean, Quinn was going to make a point, yeah, but let's I have a, I have a get sentence. back to that. I well, I think <laughs> there are a lot of people. <laughs> I think there are a lot of people who were in like a the pocket, like a pocket before this, and now they're trying so hard to like not fall out of it. But like everyone's gonna. Like, like it's like I mean, two yeah. months basically of no comedy probably, and so it's like everyone's gonna be out of the pocket. Yeah, this is, is a really huge momentum out. killer. There's yeah, part like, of no matter it what too, it's kind of like this is gonna be fun. First off, when we get back to it, you really will appreciate like that. I mean, it becomes a grind sometimes. God damn, this stupid fire truck is driving by. And you're like, you get so spoiled with comedy that you're like, oh, I have to go and and do this shit. Like being able to flex those creative muscles and stuff like it is. It's something to be grateful for. And when it's taken away, you really like have to recognize that. And it's easy to lose sight of it. So I, I think number one we'll all appreciate it more. And then two, it'll be like a fun little test of will of like, Hey, can you get like, how quickly can you get back to the place where like your nerves aren't popping like crazy before you go on yeah. stage? And, yeah. And, and if anything, it's like a good reset button for everybody and it'll weed out some of the people that aren't really, like they're just there for reasons that are like not true to the craft. It'll be a nice cleanse. That's that your thing, Adam. You're you're all about the cleanse, right? Yeah, the, a nice, uh, nice cleansing of the comedians. Is that the? I just the I think the in life and in comedy, thinning the herd isn't the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> like the vegans, uh, I'm surprised that so many of you have survived, Quinn. Yeah, and, no, I. <laughs> I'm the last one, actually. It's uh, it's been a sad sight. I've never <laughs> understood, like, why it's okay for people to clown on vegan people, but like other groups are not o- okay to like make fun of. Because uh, um, th- th- there I are think certain things that it's like it still is a choice. Yeah, like what like, you, you mean, make- like with being a vegan, or like with. Because like that's obvious. what do you or what do you mean like what do you so if somebody gets a gender reassignment yeah the act is a choice whether like they I like there is a <laughs> kind of nature nurture discussion about you know were they born this way and like the wrong chromosome it, there there's like all this weird science behind it maybe this isn't the best example but like if somebody's making a conscious choice like. Probably fat is a better analogy. Like if somebody's fat, in general, it's not okay to make fun of them for being fat. But if somebody yeah. is vegan, which is also oftentimes, I would say more of a choice. Like I don't know if there's a medical yeah. reason to be vegan. I uh, like, yeah, you're fucked in the head. It's just hypocritical. Just, to, yeah, no, that is. <laughs> I uh, I see. That's funny because I would actually say vegans are almost like getting to the point where they are 
getting not okay to make fun of. And it's like, now it's okay to make fun of your friend if they're a vegan, but you're not allowed to like dunk on random vegans, kind of like fat people. Like, it's cool to make fun of your friends if they're fat, but like, you're just not going to- Does the same thing apply to like black people? Like if you have a friend that thinks he's black? Oh, well, what do you, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like if I've got like Quinn, that yeah. logic doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you're not allowed to make fun of people. Well, you can't make fun of logic, but like logic's friends can make fun of logic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The mathletes they can they can make fun of logic. Yeah. Uh, I I mean I think some I think it is Wait, becoming. Wait, you a talking thing about logic like, the rapper? <laughs> yeah, who are sure. you talking oh, okay. about? No, I just meant logic, like the the thought process. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, is logic, logic does, like, white, right? No, he's he's half. Oh really? I didn't even know that. I've never even heard or seen him. I just assumed. Yeah, I, I saw him live, and really, it was actually pretty good. I it was a good night for me. Yeah, after the show too. So. <laughs> <laughs> But Quinn seems like he's had something to say. Let's go. Let's go over to him. <laughs> I always have something. It's uh, so I with the the making fun of vegan thing. I hope it that it is still okay later. Like I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want. That's that's sort of like <laughs> one group. I'm like I I do hope that it's never like not okay as to, a like, vegan you're saying this? yeah I, yeah i think like, you'll, I, I, you'll always be able to make fun of yourself quinn if that's what you're worried about yeah. you can always oh, make fun yeah. of yourself for being a vegan yeah i just you're i don't know i just know to be able to make fun of you for being vegan <laughs> i mean it's it i don't want here's the thing i think it would be weird to be a vegan and then for someone to like start to roast you and then someone else would be like hey man that's not cool like yeah. about he that have would, iron in his system me. yeah vegans yes. aren't into roasting they don't eat roasted anything <laughs> <laughs> vegans don't really eat roasts dude um yeah like i get i understand like the no pun intended logic behind people saying like oh you don't make fun of those things or whatever but at some point there is that slippery slope argument where you're like like if, if you saw on the news that there was like a lady that was in a like a humanimal relationship with her cat where like the two <laughs> of them are in love yeah and so like, hoarders yeah <laughs> like she kills the cat because she loves it <laughs> she buries it under Seven she, she also like practices necrophilia with the cats. Like, at what yeah. point is there? And I'm not saying that <laughs> vegans are the same thing as that. But like, <laughs> you, there, there is some part of this where it's like, there's it's gray area. And yeah, I agree. I don't think the example you gave was particularly gray. <laughs> I'm just saying, as an extreme, like if, if that's okay where does it stop you know and like it's <laughs> funny okay to make fun of or like okay it's like okay to be that person okay to make fun of like i, oh, I don't okay personally i think that would be really messed up but like once you start saying hey Brave you can't man. make fun of 
this, does that mean you can't make fun of anything at all or say like, yeah, I mean, I, I think most people would be like, hey, you shouldn't fuck your cat. Yeah, I but agree. Then there's that small minority would be like, hey, if they want to fuck their cat, they should be allowed to. <laughs> Have you and ever then, seen the show? Uh, this is going to be relevant, I swear. Have you ever seen the show uh, My Strange Addiction? Yeah. yeah, it's really good. I like the one where the it's... guy eats his own couch. I haven't seen that one. Nice. But that is a great example of, of a, like a, a show with people that it will. I think it'll always be okay to make fun of on some level. You know, <laughs> like I saw an episode where they were where it was a, a married couple doing coffee enemas, and like Jesus. I I think that'll always be okay to be like you shouldn't do coffee enemas. Like that's a dumb thing to do. <laughs> You know? Well, I th- well, well. So I think I think it's an interesting thing where you're like, oh, the dude ate his couch, like that's funny. But if you're like, oh, wow. the dude's suffering from OCD or like whatever, and he's eating his couch, like yeah. you got to make fun of the weirdness of it, not like the guy and whatever. And like you can't be like, oh yeah, well, this dude has it terribly. Nobody he, wants coffee up their butt. That's that's such a good point in that you're not making fun of the underlying sickness but the like it's almost it's like yeah. if you follow this weird logic down the path you end up coming to this this level of detail that's so like ridiculous that it's humorous and like i'll give you an example i i go to like 12 step meetings and there's this guy who like every 60 days he relapses which is not funny but what is funny to me is that every time he relapses, he only drinks Mike Mike's hard lemonade. Jesus. <laughs> like, if you're going to relapse, yeah. why is it always Mike's hard lemonade? And, like, like I, I'm sorry that he can't maintain his sobriety. Like, that sucks. But, like, I still, I just, you have every drink you could drink. Well, and that's well, and the like, one you always go to. Can I be honest? Have you just tried lemonade, dude? It's not, <laughs> it's it's about the same. not that much different. <laughs> Does it? Have, I mean, like, yeah, like, are you pounding like 40 Mike's Hard Lemonades in a night? Like, I'm going to be honest, like, that's impressive. At least scary. Like an but... Alcoholic surfer, man. That's crazy. It was yeah. the first thing that I ever got drunk on, ironically. I was, was like Mike's Hard Lemonade. And we stole my Dude. buddy's dad. It was in the garage. And, like, even then, it was my first, like, kind of shitty drunk. And I just remember being like, man, there's a lot of sugar in this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this, this dude I knew. Teeth, man. This is no, intense. This dude I knew, like, he went to Iraq and they would. For fun, like they would have no for like <laughs> military, yeah. and they would do this thing where like they'd have like their night off, and all of them would be drinking like on base in their own areas. And one guy would like drive them around from spot to spot. I don't know the logistics of this. Don't <laughs> get super detailed on me with it. But one guy would be in charge of DDing, but every hour they would make him drink a monster energy drink for like to match all of their booze. Oh my God. And by like hour five or six, that guy was more fucked up than everybody else. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, dude, the amount of taurine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's some serious energy, yeah. man. That's uh <laughs> That's like four locos shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. That was like I remember when four locos were still legit. That was uh yeah, that was a dark period of time. But yeah. My buddy would drink two a day in the middle of the <laughs> day. He he definitely is has an issue with booze and like yeah. he, he just randomly started blacking out. Like he would he'd ride the bus like Quinn and drink four loco. <laughs> but that he was before didn't they like redo the formula so it's they don't have caffeine in them anymore. They used okay. to have caffeine in them, yeah. That what was probably was it like when you drunk drank them. Uh, it was like, I mean, honestly, it was probably, it's pretty similar to like drinking a lot of like vodka Red Bulls. Is it? Mm. Yeah. I'd like, like each one would like each can would probably be just like three or four vodka Red Bulls. Yeah. Or honestly, it would probably, it would probably be more like a vodka and like monster energy. Cause was it would it be like, it would be, or like, uh, I don't think, I mean, they were like, Rubbing alcohol, fifteen percent, right <laughs> I think. What is I don't think malt it was, liquor? I I don't know. I always just thought malt liquor was like terrible beer, because I yeah, because I would always because you guys would drink forties, right? Yeah. Did you ever play Edward Forty Hands? Edward Forty Hands. Yeah, obviously. Do you yeah. know that game, Quinn? Isn't that where you uh, you tape it to your hand? Isn't that the That's... the bottle? <laughs> yeah, another exactly, game. Yeah. And you duct tape two like Cobra or what is it, Black Cobra or like whatever, whatever forties you want. Yeah, you want it. Yeah, Hurricane. You yeah, you can't take them off until you finish them. But yeah. it always, it was always the same goddamn problem. Is you always had to pee before you finished them. Yeah, uh, and then okay. you got into a gray area with your friends. Like, who's gonna zip down? Yeah, the other guy. He's gonna be the yeah. He's gonna be the DZ yeah. <laughs> designated zipper. Yeah. Obviously, I, you had uh, to use your teeth, but yeah, it was. I <laughs> it was, there was nothing weird about it. Yeah. No. I. Uh, but I, yeah. I bet I could pee without using my hands. I think, like, if I needed to, I think I could do that. Wearing jeans. Well, yeah, I'm good. Like I would, like I could, un, I could figure Quinn, it out. I'm Quinn good. Squirrely, I'm not using Quinn my hands. Squirrely like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quinn out, wears man. also extremely, extremely loose fitting clothes, and is just constantly drenched in a layer of sweat that makes him slightly slimy at all times. Really? So, so your damage were painting. Yeah. He, <laughs> so yeah, he just yeah he just so he just so he just flies. Yeah. He, he, that's weird because I always see you wearing the same goddamn shirt at the comedy club. And like, <laughs> like you never wash it. I wash it every day. It's a great shirt. Just because just yeah. he can change quickly doesn't mean he ever changes. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, that's something I've noticed is like I just did my laundry, which like thank goodness, and I pretty much only washed like sweatpants and like sweatshirts for all my. How long? How many days have you worn the same sweats during the quarantine? Uh, I mean, on and off, probably like two or three days. The problem with sweats is like you do that thing where you go take a piss. Yeah. And you may put your dick away too quickly and you spot yeah. a little bit and then like you Dude. Can see it in the sweats. 
Yeah, I, I do dark sweats only, man. I have dark gray, yeah. dark gray sweatpants, never shows. In denial. Yeah. In <laughs> de- I don't know about denial. I you just admit it. You know the there. You just don't want to see them. <laughs> yeah. I, I like them. gray sweatpants. Like, I don't. I don't have a problem. The only place I don't want to see gray sweatpants would be like, and this is just sweatpants in general is I, anybody wearing sweatpants to a strip club is Ooh, yeah, really pushing. Like I saw, I was at a club, they, I don't know, like four or five years ago. And there was this mm-hmm. guy and he, he looked like Santa Claus. Like he was, yeah. The beard, get, yeah, yeah. Full Probably beard worked as a Santa sitting, Claus. Totally. The rules are pretty loose about what yeah. you need to do. That, yeah. I yeah. I would think that he probably has a part time gig as Santa, and like <laughs> the weird <laughs> thing about him was he sat right at the stage. He never moved, and I, this was one of those situations in life where like everything happening didn't matter to me at this point. Besides just watching this guy, and. Sure. A girl would go up, she would dance, and after every single dance, he would put one dollar down and then pursue or proceed to do a slow clap, extremely loud. So like they'd be like, and that was diamond. And then he just is Jeez. The go- yeah. Great guy. <laughs> clapper, clapper <laughs> off. <laughs> it was just the it was level never like of intensity. Yeah. It yeah, was dude. for every dance. It was just and, his way and, of like making yeah. his presence known. And not all dances part are of the show. equal. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that yeah, people wearing sweatpants to a strip club, they just need like way too much lower half mobility than is appropriate. Like well, yeah. you know, like they're just trying to get Deal. the most out of a lap dance. <laughs> yeah. At that point, it kind of feels like pinching pennies, though, whether you're paying money <laughs> for a lap dance and having it in jeans versus having it in sweatpants. Like, let's I have be to realistic. imagine one is better than the other, but I've never pursued it <laughs> firsthand. Are khakis a no-go at the strip club? Is that, can I, you I like khakis you? are pretty standard. Khakis are fine. Khakis are fine. Dude, I've heard, I'd crush it. I got a friend... No, did. you would not crush it at a strip club, Quinn. Don't say crush that. It with my khakis. <laughs> no, you would. You would end up like trying to make the strippers laugh, and they would look at you like you're a fucking you would, crazy person. You so would just true, be I trying would. to run bits. You would trying to be. You'd be trying to be run bits by the strippers, Quinn. That's what you you're would like, do. So can I? I can't get stage time, yeah. right? That's just like yeah. off the table. I, yeah. Five minutes. Give me five minutes. All right. I got a new bit. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. So what's the deal with all these titties here, guys? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even do it like it while a stripper is on stage. I'll just be there also with the mic. Just like yeah. I was at the, the stripper- library the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just look at my tits instead of staring directly at me trying to run bits? Like Jesus. God, it's it's a weird dynamic. Like I I think I I don't know the last time I went to one of those places. It was a long time ago. But <laughs> it was at least before I started doing comedy, but it just was at some point yeah. you go and you're just like, man, this is just so depressing. Oh, like, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like when, especially like there was oh, one night I was going through 
some yeah, are you talking about a comedy club or a strip club? I think it, it applies to both. Yeah. But, like, one night I went there, I, I just had, dude, a brutal day. I, I can't remember what happened, but I was going through some shit. And it was, yeah. like, 7 or 8 o'clock on Saturday. And I decided to just go because I had nothing else to do. And I go, and, like, I don't know if you know anything about the 8 o'clock, uh, like, the the only time I've ever been to a strip club was at 7 p.m. on a Wednesday. Really? <laughs> really, yeah. The, let's just say the A-team doesn't show up till about yeah. 10. <laughs> yeah. So like, and it's always like, it doesn't, you don't notice it until they get up close. You're like, oh, there's some teeth missing, or, oh, oh geez. a C-section. That's, or, that's rough. Where, where are uh, you going? Are you going to a rural strip club? No, strip club dude, in Everett, just... man. That's all you need to know. Is this it's gone? It's not <laughs> in Everett. They the yeah. la- the one that was in Everett, uh, I guess, got like busted because they were uh, connected True. somehow in like a big <laughs> money laundering deal. But I never saw that one. Taylor, I think, told me about that. <laughs> He's a big fan. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, Did, dude, uh, the old... Yeah. Did Quinn mention to you that we're talking about not trying to completely change the subject, but let's get off titties um, <laughs> that he and I are looking at going to New York? Yeah, he, so, so, so Quinn told, brought that up to me probably on like Wednesday. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to New York in like two years. And the first thing that came out of my mouth was just, oh, shit, you're going to fail. So <laughs> I. Yeah. Didn't it wasn't great, but but after that, I apologize for my reaction. I think that's I think that's pretty cool. I think I don't. I want to go and scope it out. Like he and I are talking about going for like a week this summer. I think I might kill myself by the end of spending a week with Quinn. But it, yeah, I, I part of me. The more I think about it, it's like if you can do comedy in new york you can do comedy comedy anywhere anywhere yeah and i've heard that it is like this brutal climb through the process but like those those are the people that you're competing with and like if you are given an opportunity to like feature or headline wouldn't you rather be the guy that's like done the legwork and like, yeah, y- you feel like you've earned that stage time versus like I was on a YouTube thing and like blew I, I just, up and yeah, it, it's one of those things where you're you're unquestionably funny. Like there's yeah. y- there's no other place where you can go to like validate for sure that this is what you're able to do and. I I was yeah. curious. Have you been to New York at all? I've I mean I have you I've been to New York just to go. I've never done comedy there. I think the big thing with New York is it's just like scope. Like you can be a good feature in Seattle and like do gigs around here and make a little bit of money. But like if you want to even just like compete against the best of the best or like want to show that you can like tour the country and, like, do stuff like that and compete against people who do that, like, yeah, you need to go to New York. Yeah. And I, I, uh, like, what, 
there is some element too of like if you're crushing in Seattle, are you really crushing? Like, yeah, I don't like, know. That's that's the thing is like you don't know until like I, I, I there was a there was a workshop with a booker a little while back, and I asked at one point like, hey, if you want to figure out if you would if you could perform to like places outside of like your state. Are there certain cities that we could go to that are in the state to help us figure that out? And they were basically like, you just have to, if you want to know if you can perform in a place, you just have to go to that place and perform. And there's not really a way around that. And but I think that was interesting. Is, I Yeah, I was in that meeting with you and like her, her recommendation was like, hey, if you can get like, uh, this is definitely a super interesting conversation for anybody that's not into comedy, but um, I can't imagine that's anyone listen. who listens to our yeah. podcast. Yeah. Let's be realistic yeah. here. But like her recommendation was like, look, if you can get into a club and like maybe do an MC spot, you should do that and then go and spend a week at least in the scene and like build connections and then the next time you come through there, you got people to call and you're building your network up, which is, yeah. is great. But like, say you do that in Boise. Is the quality of the comedy in Boise really like the bar you want to set it to? Like, like, yeah, you'll be able to go there and do shows. But like, are you are you doing that because you have the connections? Or are you doing that because you have the the um competency yeah and well well i think connections will only get you in the door so it's like you can get a show but like you also still have to bring it so like if you suck in boise you're just not gonna be able to get booked there right so there is like an element a little bit i mean like why would people want to like let's be realistic there are I mean a ton of comedians like they'll just book somebody else like they're yeah. not gonna they're not gonna be your connection if you bomb when they, if they set you up so That's it is true. almost like oh, a self, yeah. yeah it is like but, a self selecting yeah and the assumption is that if you can do well here you'll do well in those other places and I don't yeah. know if that's the case per se like I and I think I the one question mark I have about New York is like if you do well in New York, does that necessarily mean you do well on the road? Because um, New York is a bubble in its own way. Like it, it is very I politically agree. correct there. And yeah, like, I don't know, but I do know, like if you're trying <laughs> to get on stage, which is probably the most important part of development, having the most opportunities to do that is going to be your best option. And like, I have to imagine if, if you grind it out and go to those mics after a period of time, they're not going to be your only options for stage time. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, like also in New York, you're around guys who do work like, in other cities, other states. Yeah. yeah. And so they're also a good, um, like good, connections. Yeah. Good connections like and networking. good people to 
yeah, good people to know if you're trying to like write and figure out about that kind of stuff. Um, and that's the that's the other thing that I've heard. Uh, like that we Taylor, we talked about uh, that a bit with him about like um, one of the best things about being a comic in in New York would be just being around such a high caliber of comedy and such like a like like surrounding yourself with people who are at a higher level of it that we just don't you don't really have access to in a smaller comedy market and you, it's it's like basketball or any other sport like when you're playing with better players you're going to yeah. get better yourself yeah. there's going to be like a learning curve and, and shit but i i part of me it stems from like a a resource constraint thing like there are so many gatekeepers in smaller markets that it's like some of the people that determine whether or not you're getting on stage, like they're not strong comics themselves. And I'm not saying that's always the case, but like there are situations where you're like, what, what the hell is going on here? Like I, this dude, I've seen him. He's not funny, and yeah. he he's the one that's making the decision. Like, in smaller markets, you kind of create those opportunities for development. But, like, yeah. and I, I, I guarantee you it's the same way in New York that there are like, yeah, a shit ton totally. of gatekeepers. But I think when you have a bigger amount of opportunities, like, that stuff doesn't play a factor as much. I mean, Quinn, you were saying that you feel like you write more than you have the opportunity for like to work things out on stage. Yeah, for sure. It's uh I definitely I mean, write quick, like, a lot of stuff to like yeah, I don't have I don't know you just obsessively. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. very true. But it's it's not like um that's never gonna hurt you. No, yeah, no, I don't think so. It's if anything, there's that's the opposite of the problem. That yeah, well, that was like one of the I so I know Quinn listens to this podcast. Do you listen to this podcast, Adam, called Hot Breath, the one with that like for the guy who does the did the Mark Norman Q and A with Joel Byers? I don't. He they they did a good episode where they had a guy on from uh, who did like a Colbert set, and he was saying like the thing that really is good for him about writing is like writing always gives him something that he gets excited to bring onto stage. So it's like, it always, it like, yeah, it helps give you a positive feedback loop where it's like, you're excited to try it. And then it's like, I mean, makes you excited to write more to find more stuff. Yeah. And I think it, one thing that's really important when you have, say you're doing a set that you've done, a bunch of times before but in that set like somewhere in the middle you have this new like seed that you're working on this new thing that could be a bit you don't know and you Mm -hmm. get to do it like it's easier to fake the excitement of the older bits when you know that you're going to get to try something than if you were to do like the same set with nothing new worked in there. Even if it's yeah. new taglines or things like that, like it's one of the hardest things to do is continuously muster up 
the enthusiasm that you had the first time you did a bit. And when you've really got these like samurai swords of bits where like they've been ironed out and you've got B, then there's no like, there's no risk with those. Yeah. And so like, it's very easy to fall flat when you don't have new things in the hopper. Yeah. Yeah, to get you excited. That's something you so, see a lot with those guys who like do have that um, sort of showcase tight. set, like that. Yeah, that tight. Where a lot of times they will go up and it'll be like all those people zero are energy. <laughs> yeah, and they'll they'll yeah. just kind of run through it. And I mean, you see that with like uh, some pros sometimes too. Of like they're working on their tight, what tight six, tight five, and they're it's uh, they're almost kind of like reading off this joke because they've done it like a thousand times and they're kind of sick of it, but they haven't had any new stuff, which I feel like does, like you said, with the guy from we're talking about Colbert, but I, I do feel like that really brings a new life to it. Just even like a new tag or a new way of phrasing it, you know? And that's, that's what's appealing to me. The East coast comedy is like West coast. It seems like everybody's like, trying to position themselves for like this showcase like every set you're trying to like put out this packaged product which is great but like it stymies your creativity like it it there there's some kind of balance point but I don't ever want to personally, I don't ever want to get to a point afraid of writing new stuff because yeah. it, it doesn't help you. And like those people too are oftentimes like the least welcoming of feedback. Like you, you talk to them about a joke and they get super defensive and it's like, dude, like, don't you want to get better? Yeah. Shouldn't you be excited about trying new stuff? Yeah. But it's, that's the thing. It's like, I think that goes, circles back to that, like, kind of narcissism mindset where, like, they're not there to do the best comedy they can do. They're there to look the best that they can. Yeah. And just get, get the laughs and adoration. And Quinn, like, I think Quinn and I are both on the same page. Like, I don't, I don't want to be the best looking comedian that i can be i want to be the best comedian i can be yeah you guys neither of you guys are winning the best looking anything (laughs) maybe maybe best looking after it all (laughs) probably yeah probably probably not even best looking prisoners there are guys way better looking than you in prison um yeah like the hottest prisoner on like at like uh what's that floating island one god damn azkaban as no not azkaban that's the harry potter one isn't it (laughs) Yes, that Did you say flying island or floating island? Floating island. Alcatraz. 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 <laughs> I could definitely be the hottest <laughs> prisoner in Alcatraz. One, one house <laughs> Al Capone, the other one house like Hermione. <laughs> also, just so we're really clear, most of the time islands are floating, right? Like what yeah. would an island be doing otherwise? You were like, flo- I thought you said <laughs> flying island at first, and I was like, I still don't think that's Azkaban, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Wait, are 
<laughs> islands aren't floating. Really? What are they? they well, they don't move. What is floating? Like, I, I always think floating would I, be like in constant movement. Like a a a I think it's like a mound underwater. A and it's like a buoy island or part above water. A buoy is kinda actually no. Like a raft would be floating. Huh. Yeah. Or like a dead body. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Maybe an island doesn't float. You guys probably both know I lots wonder, about that. I'm sure. Wonder, wonder if Alcatraz, maybe Alcatraz is floating. It's floating away. If if you ever have the opportunity <laughs> to go to Alcatraz, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. And the best thing about it was like my buddy ahead of time. He went with his friend. Buddy went and, to Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah they we've, like we've both been Quinn. You're the only one who hasn't. Correct. And they have this audio tour where, like, you put the headphones in, and as you go throughout the tour, like, you hit a spot and it plays, like, the audio for it. (laughs) And my buddy went with our mutual friend, and, like, one guy is super cheap, and then the other guy just doesn't give a fuck. So he got the audio thing, and the other guy didn't. And so (laughs) throughout the entire (laughs) tour, my buddy's like laughing, listening to the audio, and like all excited. And then the other guy's like, "What are they talking about?" <laughs> Gets so jealous, <laughs> mad FOMO. <laughs> totally be the guy who's like, "What are they saying?" And then yeah. no one would tell me. me. No get one. Me in here, man. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool I, though. Yeah, I I remember there. What are there there? Like sea lions or something like that? Oh yeah, the. Um, Those, yeah, yeah, like otters, seal. Right? No, they're or not seal, otters. Seal, Ot- seal. Yeah, otters. Otters are cute. These things, you think they're gonna be cute. You're like, oh, polar bears eat these. These are probably pretty adorable. Those things are kind of freaking terrifying, dude. Like I am. The polar bears eat them to conquer yeah. their fear. Well, I'm not to conquer, but like I'm saying, like if you did, that's okay. Like I'm okay if polar bears aren't vegan. Like they can eat seals. Like, well, don't those uh, those seals like there's a, there's a pier in San Francisco, yeah, and they this isn't like a, a sanctuary or like some kind of like tourist zoo spot or something like they naturally have been doing this where they just come up and like sit on these planks next to the pier and they just do it on their own. Yeah, dude, that's kind of like, cool. That's so free. Really, I think that's pretty taking cheap. over the navy, man. That's yeah, what's happening. I'm like, I'm like, anytime, like this is ours like, anytime now. I, anytime I see a group of animals congregating somewhere just unsolicited, I'm afraid. Like you see a bunch of seagulls, same thing. You're like, I don't know what's going on there, but it's probably not good. Like a bunch of dude, crows. you think seals are scary now? Imagine what'll happen once they have control of the docks. Like that's gonna be horrifying. <laughs> Firing cannons and shit. Dude. San Francisco is like in hindsight, like I I don't know if it was Grand Theft Auto Five where they like had like the Redwoods and like all that shit. But San Francisco in general just has this like weird air of like just mystique and like it's it's kind of a like creepy place a little bit with 
the bridges and like the fog and how the weather is like it's not good in the summertime and it's it, it's a kind of an eerie place considering that there's so much going on there and so much tourism like yeah i i, go. I have to imagine a shitload of crime happens in the redwoods and like <laughs> I, it was just, it was like you, it's so close to the city dude like you go yeah like there are all these different environments in such a confined area and yeah it's a it's a really unique place well it's crazy like yeah how much honestly just like seeing some of those houses or like have you like gone down the weird windy road or like taking the trolleys or like any of the other really touristy stuff down there. Yeah. Like it it's all weird. so crazy. Yeah, it's all so crazy nice. But then it's like also kind of crazy deserted. And it's like did you go to AT and T Park at all? No, I did not go to AT and T Park. Coolest baseball park I've ever been to. Like really? Just in terms of like fan experience, like you're right on the water and as the oh, sun goes cool. down, like it's it's weird because it does get pretty cold there, like during the game, just with all the wind coming in. But yeah, dude, the... do you like do you like going to baseball stadiums or going to see baseball games? I haven't as much since I have been doing comedy. But yeah, if you go to New, if you go to New York, you should try to go to a Yankees game. I so went to the original that? Yankee Stadium. Yeah, and I heard oh, the new cool. one is. It's really, yeah, dope. I've heard it's too. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've heard. Oh, I, I heard that it's like, like they serve like sushi, and it's just like, yeah, fucking exactly. Stupid. Never get yeah. sushi, Adam? Huh? Why do you hate <laughs> I, sushi so like, much? <laughs> well, it, like I would go to Fenway. Like I've been, I've to, been, Fenway, I've been to like, Fenway. Yeah, it, there are some baseball parks that are more interesting to me than others. Like, um, why? Because it's older. See, that's the thing is I'm like, that kind of sucks. It's like hard. And like the seat, have you like sat in a seat in Fenway? I, like I was so young. Like when I was, it was when I was living on the East Coast. And I heard they like, they even have like, they got more seats in there. So it's like more yeah, cramped. I haven't but, been probably in like 10 years, but yeah, it's rough. It's, those are like, you're not going to a baseball game when you go to a stadium like that. Like that's like going to a monument. And I mean, it, unless you're like, like I wouldn't want fucking season tickets at Fenway Park, dude. That's like, fair. Yeah, it, it would just be you'd be yeah, dealing you'd with de- all these tourists and all this. You develop shit. arthritis by the time you're like 35 just from sitting in the seats. Yeah, you haven't been to um, AT&T Park, or is that what? No, T-Mobile Park now? T- no. Dude, it, when it, I just call it safe, uh, safe code <laughs> that way yeah. forever. But, uh, it's, it's a really fun park. Like, yeah. Do it, they have sushi? I bet you they probably do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they do have like a lot of like, when he was there, a the bunch of like, all that asian style food yeah yeah but uh it's it's just a fun park dude it, especially this time of the year when the weather's like starting to get nice and um you can get pretty cheap tickets and it's a good like 
Yeah, that's Saturday one of the nice things about having a bad base, a bad baseball team is like you can get cheap tickets. It's a good thing to go to. When Felix was good, like that was he would just go like on the night he's throwing, and yeah, that was always a shit because you could like you might see a no no. Yeah, just like fun for cheap money. Yeah, that's good. That's always nice. But baseball is like it's a weird game because it's so boring but like yeah. if you go yeah. with your friends it's it's a it's a fun it's, hang. A, it's a social yeah it's a social experience i would say now yeah i don't i don't think i would watch baseball on television ever yeah it's it's pretty miserable have you <laughs> have you gone to like nba games i've i've uh, been to a couple nba games yeah i've been to a couple celtics games at the garden Damn. Yeah. The the thing is, like, I would rather go to a baseball game with a group of friends of mine and then go to an NBA game by myself because that's the type of thing that, like, I like to watch, like, carefully. And, like, seeing the stuff in person, just the, the speed and everything is so cool. But, like, a baseball game, you're like, oh, We've like, got a ton of time to dick around. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I, my biggest nightmare would be to go to, like, an NBA game with Quinn. And then, like, the whole time he's like, <laughs> Did oh, you guys see this? that in the bathrooms they had those hand dryers? <laughs> and you're like, hey, hold on one second. Okay, yeah. We just missed LeBron's dunk. I would. I totally would. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. The, the thing that's funny about your, like, you're awkward, like, I don't know how you put it, like, you're hyper-focused. Personality? Life, yeah. <laughs> I guess you'd call it that. But, like, your, your point of view on stuff is you always, like, find the smallest level of detail for something that, like, I could care less like, about. It's not, it's not even care less. Like, I, <laughs> I couldn't even consider thinking about and then, like, uh, five minutes after you start talking about it, there's this little nugget in, like, how you've explained it that is funny. But, yeah. like, like, it's, I just, there are things where I'm like, I don't, how is he even sitting here concerning himself with this? Yeah, Quinn, I don't, that's, I don't have beat, a lot of a important, dead... like, like, stuff yeah, going on. Yeah, you beat a dead so horse. Like, you yeah. beat a dead horse a really long time, I'm, yeah. I wrote a joke this is a compliment, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that. I wrote a joke about the, the abbreviation of the DMV earlier. So, like, that's, like, where I'm, like... Did you get like, it from the Jerry Seinfeld joke we were talking I about? I did, the golf and I'm one? pretty proud of it, too. So, but it's, it's like, that's what I... I spent, like, 30 minutes doing that. I can't that. hear like, Quinn. You can't it's, hear me? No, no, I can. Okay. It's not, like, autism... Like <laughs> level of detail, it's just like you find things like there are certain things that you find funny that I almost think that like most people don't think that it's a funny thing, but your your thought process about that thing is what makes it funny. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> I like the I like the intro of. It's not as detailed as an autistic person would be with it, but 
Do we know anybody that does have autism in Seattle comedy? No. Uh, I think like a couple people. Yeah. Who? Um, I think. <laughs> Name names, Quinn. I'll beep this out out later. I'll beep up. I think my and really. I think, um, I've talked. I've talked so. to him, and I def. I definitely wouldn't say he does. Yeah, I. Really? I'm surprised by that too. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Just the, uh, yeah, it's the vibe. I thought you were gonna say someone. I thought you were gonna say someone I had never heard of before. I would almost say probably not. It's funny, wow. like you said, you would bleep the names out, dude. On my <laughs> podcast, at some point, it's gonna come around and get me bad because I've just not. You're just, tra- you're just trashing everybody, dude. <laughs> no, it's just like it's, you just talk shit. I, I mean, there have been a couple situations where I'm like. It's not necessarily me being the one saying the thing, but I'm like, oh, oh yeah, somebody might be pissed off about that. And it, oh, see, that's that's so it, funny. Name names. You're talking about yeah. you're talking about that episode you just did, aren't you? Talking about fucking. I'm gonna beep all this. You're talking about yeah, beep. We're gonna beep. Yeah, we're actually example. When someone else is saying it, I I don't have a horse in the fight. Like I don't. It's not coming from me, but like that's nah, it. Yeah. I get. This is the beauty all, of post processing. <laughs> You're totally missing this. Beeping well, is the most fun I've ever had editing anything. <laughs> yeah, Quinn, Quinn actually will like message me sometimes after, and he's like, "Hey, do you think we should keep this thing in?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, what do you think is wrong with it?" And he's like, "I don't know. I just was asking. Like, I just wanted to do some editing." It's like, Who dude, what the heck? Listening to your podcast, by the way. <laughs> like uh, very few people. That's why we're getting a website. Yeah. Is uh, yeah, we haven't we haven't we haven't traffic. really done any we haven't really done any promotion whatsoever. Very little. So like, we're kind of trying. On we're average, kind of, how many people? Uh, it totally varies on the episode, but it, it could be from like three people or twenty something. So like, it's pretty. It's interesting how like certain episodes people are it, more into than others. It's re- I think it's really if the per the person who's the guest or like if we say something, yeah. people. So this will be a pretty light episode, listen. but you yeah. know, it's <laughs> well no. So like no, like it's, yeah. Uh, and they've been going up. Yeah. But yeah. I do think the length of an episode plays a factor because if somebody's like, oh, I want to listen to this, and then it's like three hours long, they're like, oh, fuck that. Like, and it, sometimes sir- with like with like podcasts, though, sometimes people want to listen to like a long thing because they're like, I don't want to think about stuff. Like, I do that sometimes. I'm just like, it's two hours long. Great. I don't want to do, like, I want to do other stuff. Especially like, now. What? What I don't understand about the logic of the oh this episode is too long is like when did anybody ever say that you had to listen to a podcast straight through like who oh, yeah. in their right mind doesn't pause a podcast like it's not you're not watching a movie yeah it, and that's the best part about like radio that's what sucks about radio is you get in your car you start listening to it and then you got to leave it's, the car yeah and yeah. and podcasts are like portable fucking easy there's like no you you aren't involved in any way as a listener like you're completely passive and i don't know it's 
it's it's interesting how that like time element bothers people, but I can yeah, imagine I like some people just get bored with like I don't know who fucking likes this dialogue, but I've had fun. Exactly. <laughs> Too. Yeah. I, if you find I, someone, I, let us know. We need. Yeah. Exactly. Well. Well. We'll probably. Yeah. We'll. we'll like we've said, we were going to start promoting it, and then we've kind of. Deli- we were going to start pushing it after, yeah. like, really right before all the coronavirus stuff happened, and that. Well, kind also, of, well, and that, then we stopped then recording I, episodes till we could figure out how to yeah. put this together. Yeah. So it's right weird. as we were about to start recording, we dropped an episode that, like. I didn't think was as good as some of the other episodes we'd done, and I didn't want to, like, promote that as, like, the face. I do think, like, so you're gonna have, like, really cool guests on, or, let me, let me rephrase. You can have, like, higher profile guests come on, and... Yeah, oh, sorry, it, you weren't done. Like, yeah, I... <laughs> shut up. it's like a higher profile guest doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna have people like listening to the podcast like some of their audience might come over and listen to that episode but like really what you should be looking for is interesting and funny people and if they're not yeah so we fucked up so bad well dude there's there's, I've had a couple episodes where I'm like, I thought, what, what was that? Like it wasn't, yeah. it, it just wasn't, I wouldn't want to listen to my own episode. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's weird like that. It's almost like you just want to get the, not necessarily most talented, but like either be interesting or be funny. One and like having, yeah, go well. Like just some of the, yeah. Be cohesive, that, and that's an interesting yeah. piece of it. Where it's like, can they banter or can they? Yeah, are they stage funny, but like off stage, they're like on the Berg's end of the spectrum. Like, it <laughs> it can cause it. It can be weird, you know. Like you get somebody that's super funny, and then you get them in, and they're not real. Yeah, yeah, they're. That we we've definitely had a few episodes um like that some of which um well I think we've released almost all the episodes we've recorded but we we've, we've had a a few where that's we... not that's not true I think <laughs> we probably had like a three or four but that's good yeah have you but, had um any situation where you felt like somebody was like talking down to you where or like not taking you seriously because they're more established than you are. Um, no, I don't, I don't think we've had uh, anyone big enough, big enough to do that. I uh, I would say we, it's almost the opposite. Is people usually come in, and they're more surprised that we're on the ball and have something ready to go, especially uh, when we were in the studio. This may be a little less. True. But a lot yeah. of people were uh, pretty pretty impressed I by mean, uh, the studio I we mean, borrowed. Let's, uh, let's be realistic. With Quinn reaching out to you, what is the expectation? <laughs> I mean, we've, uh, <laughs> we've had um, some comics who are like uh, bigger than us, but probably like as I would as say, almost everyone we've comedy. had is bigger than us. Yeah, but like yeah. in the Seattle comedy scene, like it, it doesn't. I don't know, like unless you're gonna, unless you can get like headliners who are like traveling on, 
yeah. there's not a lot of local comedians who are um have a huge poll. Yeah. Like yeah. we've never we've never got the comedian whose name we're gonna have to bleep out or we're gonna make sure we're never gonna have him. <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about? I'll bleep him. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting uh, though. Like to me, like doing a podcast is it's not it's not as much about like trying to build a following and listener base as much as it's like keeping yourself accountable and like writing and <clears throat> like flexing those muscles. And you use such a different skill set when you yeah. podcast versus doing stand up or other like it. And the more you do those like types of like cross training, I think it helps a lot because you start being able to look at your stuff differently. Yeah, doing the podcast really helps me make connections quickly. Especially, like we don't we uh, we're probably not going to play any games on this episode because I probably need to leave kind of soon. But like when especially we play some games and like just bantering where like you have to think of connections or jokes quicker or like even just funny things quicker. Uh, it's definitely good for crowd work. Yeah. Yeah. Like not that I ever get crowds, but yeah. <laughs> This is my social life. This is, that's why I. <laughs> this is my socializing time. Yeah. And then uh, just a venting neurosis. That's the that's the comedy for me. Is <laughs> get that out there. So are you, Peter? Are you still planning on moving? Yeah, dude. Move. I yeah, definitely. My job is ending in May, or May first, and then I'll. I mean, honestly, like we'll see when I'm able to move. But like, I have till like mid August. And then my lease is up, so I'll move some sometime between May first and then probably like July. Yeah. And you're moving back to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yep. Yeah. Are you Are you guys gonna continue doing this deal? I mean, especially now that we figured out we can do it remotely, I don't see why we wouldn't. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, we bought a website. It's not so. gonna be. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be. Yeah. Cool, Quinn. Quinn, I fucking got the website, so we better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean, I yeah, we, we we figured out how to do this. I don't see why we wouldn't. It. I mean, I listened to the other episode and it sounded pretty good. Um, Dude, yeah. Like I, I didn't notice. <clears throat> like I, I did think it helped that Quinn mentioned that, like everybody disclaimer at the start in. about the audio. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel like the audio quality like was bad, but there is that element of like Moments. every only one person can talk at a time. Yeah. And so it's yeah. good to like let the listener know why there's like a temporary pause in between people speaking. That's a good yeah. point. We we'll probably we should put that in the beginning of every episode. So, all right, guys. I, I gotta go actually. Oh. So right. I'm gonna hop off. Can uh, do you want to record an intro, or can we record it later? I need to talk to uh, my parents. They're bugging me. I'll record an intro. It's cool. I'll get it. All right. All right. All right. See you, man. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. I'll talk to you hey, man, too later. Adam. Yeah. I'll but let's keep in touch. Thanks for hop helping on me Discord on. Or, Hop on Discord or whatever. I'm on all the time. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. See ya. Yeah. Bye, guys. Take it easy. Yeah, that's the that's the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends about it. Follow us on Spotify. Tell people all about the podcast. Check out our Instagram, TTMWFPod. And check out 
Adam's podcast, Fatim and Friends, great podcast, available on SoundCloud at F&F Pod, also available on Instagram under that same tag. It's available on Spotify as Fatim and Friends. Adam also has a comic called Beefcake and Butterball, available on Instagram at Beefcake and Butterball, and he has a website called adamsorecomedy.com. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Have a great day. I'm going to have season play us out here. Dope when I rap sword, I'm like cracker, coke, snow, and a back blow when I track smoke, I'm a wax hole, listen that there's no holding back. What's up, man? I'm loco, man. Brush up and I smoke your ass. Bust puns with a dope flow and Yup, yup, but I'm both hotel. Love us if you don't owe damn. Fuck yeah, I'ma throw those jabs. Don't show much love, I'm a stone cold man. Fuck hugs, yeah, I don't hold back. I'm usually killing beats, you a big feeling me I'm the illest doing it, lyrically music is into me I can never lose the ability, you see it's clear seeds With the coolest delivery, school of my enemies Nothing you can do to get rid of me, truly a real MC Move when you're feeling my energy, losing it mentally But you know the lunatic finna be doing it here Every day I'm in the studio, literally Got a so-called style with a dope pro sound And the flow goes wild Bet you don't know how, but I'm prone so bound To be global now And the board's so bound, so you won't go joust I destroy those clowns I'ma go smoke loud and I won't slow down I'll attack you, know what's a fact, yo You don't wanna flow with a rap pro or a chap, though Oh, so i snap Dope when I rap, sort of like crack or coke snow in the back flow when I track smoke, I'm a wax or shit is wax So listen that there's no holding back Of course I'll attack you, know what's a fact, yo You don't wanna flow with a chap, though or a rap pro No, so i snap Dope when I rap, sort of like crack or coke snow in the back flow when I track smoke, I'm a wax So listen that there's no holding back So when I rap, all you bitches get the feeling This is the villain, listen, yeah, man, the building my lyrics sick em. adrenaline is kicking And I kill him with a simple written sentence I read them with it, so what your kid was spitting Shit, I'm wicked, how could you be raping like a man to spit him So really get to dipping your shit, is fiction And you think it's spit, forget it Never thought I would've started spitting But I got it, go clever When I jot a lyric, listen, I'ma drop a flow I'ma go master mode Then I'm killing any artist, so watch it, yo Never think you're gonna harm me or stop me, though Every written that I drop is cold bars of dope, I'ma go Loco, yo, so don't you go approach Better know the ropes are composing dope quotes with the multis Yo, you're a joke, so don't hope you'll get known to blow Smoke a hoe, oh, then I'm going So I get more of to go record a flow Never forfeit, so you know I'm prone to grow Now go I'll attack you, know it's a fact, yo You don't wanna flow with a rap pro or a chap, though Oh, so I'm prone to snap Dope when I rap, sword on like cracker, coke, snow in the back Blow when I track smoke, I'm a wax, or shit is wax So listen that there's no holding back Of course I'll attack you, know it's a fact, yo You don't wanna flow with a chap, though, or a rap pro No, so I'm prone to snap Dope when I rap, sword on like cracker, coke, snow in the back Blow when I track smoke, I'm a wax, so listen that there's no holding back Ain't y'all gonna hold me back Don't think anybody could ever hold me back Ain't y'all gonna, ain't y'all, ain't y'all gonna hold me back Ain't y'all gonna hold me back I don't think anybody can ever hold me back Ain't y'all gonna, ain't y'all, ain't y'all gonna hold me back Ain't y'all gonna hold me back Don't think anybody can ever hold me back Ain't y'all gonna, ain't y'all, ain't y'all gonna hold me back Ain't y'all gonna hold me back I don't think anybody can ever hold me back Ain't y'all gonna, ain't y'all, ain't y'all gonna hold me back Can't hold me back, can't hold me back Ain't a motherfucker that can ever hold me back Can't hold me back, can't hold me back 
I don't feel anybody could ever hold me back. Can't hold me back. Ain't no motherfucker that could ever hold me back. Can't hold me back. I don't feel anybody could ever hold me back.